Hi there, this is Jules. If you would like to watch this episode on video, please go to my show page, which is loaradionetwork.com forward slash Jules. That's J-E-W-E-L-S to see the last two videos. All videos and radio shows were completed in absolute love just for you. So please enjoy. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful La Quinta, California, and I am so happy that you could be with me today because we really are going to have a tremendous show. Now, remember, 2017 is all about brand new beginnings, brand new opportunities flowing your way, perhaps a new love, perhaps a new car, perhaps a new business. Well, tonight we are focusing on on becoming heart-based, which means that once it comes into your field, you'll be able to capture it and to love it. This is what we are talking about tonight, and I've got a great, great guest, Michelle P.W., and uh, she is uh, talking about love-based business um, and what it is that we need to do to stay in that love-based business mind so that we can create exactly what we want. And I know this is the year that everybody wants to really create some great stuff. So before we bring out Michelle, I'd like to talk to you a little bit and let you know about Law of Attraction Radio Network. We have got some of the best Law of Attraction experts than anywhere you can imagine, and they're all located on LOARadioNetwork.com. Now you can listen through the mobile apps and take it on your car stereo or take it um, on your smartphones or iPads or your tablet, you'll be able to listen to it all the time. You can take us anywhere, but every show has a nugget, a piece of wisdom that's going to really inspire you to live that life that you've always wanted. So that's what is so much fun. And um, I am delighted that uh, I'm able to bring this to you on YouTube so that you can go to LOARadioNetwork.com and tune us in. Um, also, I want to let you know about the Law of Attraction magazine, which has now been released, um, the February 1st issue, which has... Dr. Steve G. Jones on the cover. Now, if you don't know who Dr. Steve is, then you want to know. He's been on all of these reality shows, and he is the world-famous hypnotherapist to the stars in Hollywood and actually all over. He is uh, such a great, great hypnotherapist that 
in some cases he actually charges $25,000 per session so uh, and the, yeah there are people who who do pay that and they have tremendous results so if you go into law of attraction magazine you will notice that dr. Steve is actually giving away a free wealth hypnotherapy session that you can download and listen to it and you are going to love it we've got some other tremendous articles in there as well uh, there's one about how to write a letter to your future self talk about really great manifesting uh, you'll also uh, love an article on 10 ways that you can find your soulmate there's so many tremendous ways that you can accomplish what you want to accomplish in 2017 and we're bringing you the art articles now remember that law of attraction magazine is completely free you just need to go and and read it through your tablet your ipad or on the website whatever you like to do it is there for you and again you can take us anywhere if you only prefer to read print magazines well you will be able to order a print magazine as well just go to lawofattractionmagazine.net and uh, find out the uh, uh, entire scoop on how you can order a print magazine now it's time to begin a wonderful show and again I'm so glad that you're here with me so let's tune in and tap this wonderful woman who is an expert in copywriting let's tap into her wisdom so that we can fully engage in having a love-based business stay tuned we'll be right back after these words It's here, it's hot, and it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net that's law of attraction magazine dot n e t well welcome michelle to law of attraction talk radio i'm so happy you could be with me today i'm so happy to be here too thank you for having me well i love the concept and i was just telling everybody that 2017 is all about new beginnings new actions new everything to get us going into the right direction and i think everything that you are talking about a business being love-based is where we have to be so that we can capture everything flowing in is that right yeah yes it, it indeed in fact one of the things that i realized the more i i did this is i do i'm, I'm definitely talk about love-based marketing love-based you know that's because that's where i started but really everything in our life um is really is really based on either a foundation of love or a foundation of fear so right. when you start to really delve into it you see how this affects 
every 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 bit of your life can be transformed when you move in, when you move this way and you're right this is a, a one year so when you add up all like two one seven you know you get ten which then is one so that you're right this is a one year so this is the first of another nine year cycle yeah and so we might as well start off right here so you started michelle and and i want to make sure everybody realizes you go by michelle pw but that's yeah. that's you have another name it's more legal. Well, yeah. it's, it, it's it's really complicated <laughs> and yeah and so Paris Wasik Paris is my main name Wasik is my married name and so um, I and so I started to go by PW and so I actually put both on so when you search for my books it's like Michelle PW Paris Wasik so I go by I go by both but you can you can just know me by Michelle PW too and that makes life so much easier I do yes. appreciate that yes um, let's talk about um, you are an expert in copywriting and did this start you off into your love-based business knowing that the right words can actually generate um, more influence yes this is so this is kind of how how this all began so um, I actually when I was three years old I taught myself to read because I wanted to write stories so badly so really my my whole life I've been really you know driven to be a writer and when I was in high school I was kind of casting around for something else to do to make money while I wrote, worked on on books and uh, and everyone told me to be a journalist and I don't want to be a journalist so I uh, so so that's when I you know, was in college when I kind of discovered this whole sort of wacky world of copywriting which is writing copy it's nothing to do with protecting intellectual property right. so um, and and what I what I learned so you know there's there's like all these businesses I mean the thing is even before the internet you know there was actually this this relatively large you know direct response and 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 and, and copywriting industry where all these freelance copywriters were, were, could make a, a pretty decent living writing writing stuff that needs that businesses need written because there's a lot of things um, and so that's kind of what I did now in the in the year in in the two thousands obviously the internet started started to kind of come on its own and started to play a big role yeah. and what happened was um, before then you know businesses were very much you know uh, were very male dominated I mean just just because before the internet you know to start a business you know typically that meant you needed to go get a storefront and you know rent office space and yeah. you know it was it was it was a lot so if you were like a stay-at-home mom that just wanted to work for a few hours or work part-time in your own business it really wasn't. It, it really wasn't very doable. I mean, it was. I mean, it, it was really difficult because of the barriers to entry. So there, there weren't quite as many women business owners. Now the internet changed all this. So not only was the internet a great way to market your business, but it was also you could also actually you know have an internet-based business. So you could do coaching, healing, you know, writing, you know, all of that other stuff. And so, and so it just really opened up everything for more women to kind of to come in and start businesses and more women did exactly. so which, it was, which was very exciting so, that so really you're opened. you're you're really talking about the self-development field and the expansion yeah. of that like the tony robbins 
and, and everybody, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. So, and they call them a transformation industry because not only are they sort of coaches and like a self-development experts, like you, you're in this too, but they're also healers. So, so there's another, there's another kind of, you know, people who, you know, uh, you know, Reiki or, or acupuncture nutritionists. It, so there's, so that as well is, is in there, you know, massage therapists, that, that whole bit. So, uh, you know, so it's really quite, you know, it's quite extensive. So the problem was, is that because, um, you know, what, what people were doing on the internet was they were using a lot of direct response marketing and direct response uh, and copy. And direct response is wonderful because what it is, is it really allows you to leverage your marketing and your copy uh, you're, you're, because you're you're now marketing one to many. That's really what direct response does. And, and to give you an example of what direct response looks like, those are those emails that say, click here. Uh, you go on a page and it says, like you know enter your name and email address for a free training or free video free book free whatever um or you go into those long sales letters where you're scrolling down going what is the price of this and does anybody read these and you know uh and i and i hate the way it makes me feel you know that's all direct response and the thing is is why it's so great is because you're really marketing one to many so that's why so many entrepreneurs embrace this because it was a great way to like at a very low entry fee to get your your business and your marketing out there uh, because you could you could use this the problem was is that there it, it made people feel really icky and salesy and authentic and you you might be aware of this too like there's there's sales letters and emails that you get and you just and they feel they feel icky you just you hate the way that makes them feel yeah so I had a lot of my friends because I was in the transformation industry helping them with their marketing and I, a lot of them tell me you know why don't you come up with a new way to write copy you know that's not so salesy and authentic and all this other stuff and I and I and at first I resisted this no no not me there's plenty of good stuff out there uh, I can't possibly do this well eventually you know I, I kept thinking about it and thinking about it and then a few years back a friend of mine came out with this book love-based marketing and I thought about it and I thought you know love-based copy and then I thought well what would be the opposite of love-based copy what would be fear-based copy and then everything just fell in the place because you, the whole idea of, of copy and marketing direct response copy is that it, it's, it's persuasive you are trying to you know you're persuading people to do something right. and and there's nothing wrong with persuasion I mean you know like you, pers- you try to persuade your kids to go to bed at, at, at night I mean we're constantly persuading and talking to people all the time now in order to um, get people to take action though you need to, to actually tap into their emotions and you can and there's and all emotions are either under love or fear so fear is of course things like grief anger worry fear um, shame guilt all of that is kind of under fear love is obviously you know more hope love peaceful connection attachment all that all of that is more under uh, under the love-based emotions and what I realized is that direct response copy can contain both. It was all like tied up together. You had both fear-based emotions and love-based emotions. And the problem was is that um, traditional direct response copy triggered the fear. And by triggering the fear, that made it feel icky. It made it feel inauthentic, salesy, all of that other stuff. So. 
That's why people really didn't like it. But you don't have to do that. You can actually use you can actually use the love-based emotions because there's love-based emotions in there as well. And you can actually market and sell yourself using love. And 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 do the same kind of direct response bits of it. It's just you're 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 tapping into love rather than fear. So that's really what my books taught and what, you know, the I have two copyrighted books and I'm an online marketing book. Now, I then came up with a money and mindset book. That's my latest book. And part of the reason why I went there is because I realized that the more the deeper I went with this, the more I realized that your mindset, if you are if you are in fear, if you are worried about money or worried about anything, quite honestly, but money is usually the big one, especially yeah. for entrepreneurs. Um, if you're worried, it's going to be really difficult for you to market yourself with love. It just is. You know, there's no judgment here and, and be kind to yourself because it is. It's hard. So it's it's really difficult. So I and I, I do have tips about you know switching your mindset in the copy and the marketing book, but I decided it really needed its whole its own book. So I really devoted this entire book about how to shift your mindset to one of love, and then also how to use money attraction exercises because obviously if money is coming in and you're feeling abundant, it's going to be a lot easier to to stay in that feeling and then market yourself from a from a place of love versus fear. Well, so how do you get out of what do you recommend to get out of that fear of yeah. lack basically it's lack so how yeah. do you get out of it so I want to start uh, so I'm going to I'm going to start by telling you something that's going to sound um, completely like you shouldn't do it <laughs> but it really helps is that if you are feeling lack and scarcity I want you to feel it I don't want you the the worst I mean emotions you can't reason with emotions you can't reason you can't bargain you can't tell them they're stupid you can't tell them that they're illogical that they don't make any sense um, you know it, it, it doesn't matter feelings live in the emotional side side point they are feelings they are not swayed by your intellectual arguments so even and you can say like you know but I want to get a law of attraction if I'm feeling bad then I know it's gonna none of that's gonna work with your emotions it just isn't so so to start take a deep breath and just let your let and let yourself go there let yourself feel the lack and the emotions and just feel it once you felt it they will go away right. so they just want to be it's the suppression of the emotion yeah. that gets all stirred and stuck within the cells Yes. In fact, the worst time of my entire life was when I actually was trying to use law of attraction. I use it exactly opposite. So I'll tell this story quickly because I think you might get a kick out of it. Um, but it was when the secret just came out. And yeah. of course, the secret was, you know, what you think about. Well, I'm a massive worrier. I'm a six on the Enneagram. So, I mean, you know, if you don't know anything about the Enneagram, you know, I mean, I'm yeah. just like my brain is like constantly worry, you know, uh, you know, talking to me, chattery. So, of course, this was frightful to me to think my thoughts were attracting this. And I spent a good six, nine months really suppressing my thoughts and really just, and I kept, every time I would think a worried thought, I would shove it down and I would replace it with this emotion, like, you know, like abundant, like, oh, you know, you know, like this made up, you know, this affirmation. Well, it didn't work. Not only did it not work, I got myself so messed up, you know, I was losing business left or right. It was horrible. So I finally just had to like, just throw it all away and, because I was so desperate and, and, and get rid of it and I came I, I found my way back well you know later on I actually met law of attraction experts that said that yes your thoughts are important but it's what you feel <laughs> that's really that's right. <laughs> and I felt 
horrible. So, of course, nothing was working. So the idea is to feel and feel, let them move through you. And then when they once they move through you, then you can actually, you know, you, you'll, 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 you'll feel peaceful. And then once you're feeling peaceful, um, then you're going to that's going to raise your vibrations. So now, OK, so so I know this is all well and good. And, and if you are in the beginning of this, and you really have to write some marketing copy and you know you have to get it done done today and you're feeling like crap I mean then you're gonna say what do I do Michelle here's what I would love for you to do so um, um, you know, I, I don't want you to suppress your feelings. I want you to instead have kind of a conversation with them. And so, if you possibly can put aside that feelings of fear and scarcity, even for an hour, while you write your copy or do whatever marketing that you have to do, get on the phone call with a salesperson. I mean, this is another thing where it comes up too. Like you're going to actually get on the phone and sell somebody, and you feel like crap. You know, you're really worried and scared, and you really want this. You know, they're going to sense that desperation. Right. So the best thing you can do is and is, is especially if you don't have enough time to really just you know move through and process those feelings is to kind of do what you can to kind of set it aside say you're going to come back to it and do come back to it we're not we're not stuffing and and then instead do something gratitude is probably the best thing you can do in that moment because gratitude's the highest as you know the highest uh, the highest vibration so you know do some gratitude exercises write out 20 things you're grateful for maybe even go outside and stand on the you know on the earth and and, and just stand there on the earth and with the sun hopefully it's sunny it's not raining um, and just really just you know feel that connection and just feel that get into gratitude if you can get into that space of gratitude that is going to just make be do wonders for you and then do what you need to do and then when it's done if you still feel bad go back to feeling bad give yourself that space to just go into that emotion so that you can actually process it and move on right but that's the key you have to bring it up you have to experience it now uh, uh, one of the techniques that I use because I get I mean I'm human I still get in those places and I will continuously for the rest of my life so what I do is I'll take a minute go into the bathroom where I'm totally alone and I'll just go and let it come up and it's amazing as soon as you realize oh my god it starts to going away just yeah. you're free of it and you're you can actually start laughing and realize wait a minute you can even at that point just say a prayer and turn it over surrender it yes and that will bring you back to the place where you can be productive but doing that just like you said it's a great distraction from yes. staying in it so writing out the gratitude is a distraction that helps you to overcome the fear yeah and the other thing too that I found and you might notice this too is that I think where we suffer the most is when we're resisting <laughs> so when I what I mean by that is there are some times where I had a lot of um, you know I was trying to feel my fear the fear-based emotions and it was just so much and yeah. it was going for so long and I remember but I was still resisting it because I was and so finally I remember this because every time this happens this is like works like a charm I finally like throw up my hands and surrender it's like all right if I have to feel this way for the next 10 years and I just surrender and I'll feel this way for the next 10 years if that's what it takes to move through it. The moment I 
say that. And I re- you have to really mean it, by the way. You can't just say it and do get lip service. But the more you finally just surrender to, however long it takes, if it's 10 yeah. years, that's okay. I, I'm, I'm willing to do it. It, it. it shifts like that. I mean, maybe not quite like that, but really fast. And I, I found that the moment that after I surrender like that, it, it really shifts. So really just don't be afraid and, and your mind's going to try to trick you. Mine does. You know, your ego's going to trick you. You're going to say all this stuff. You know, it's, you know, don't, don't, you know, just, just surrender, breathe, let it feel. And then, and then you're, it'll, it's a maze as a transformation. Right. And you had mentioned something else is that people, when you're in that fear-based mode and you're going after sales, people are reading your vibration. Yeah. And that's exactly what you don't want to put out. You have to do anything you can even before a sales call, right? Yeah, that's what I yeah, that's what I meant like before you get on the phone or before you write email and they're going to feel that desperation energy when you in your email that you write too. And you you might unconsciously slip into fear-based language yeah. that you don't even know about. And so right. and no judgment, you are human. This is normal. <laughs> So it's not, there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just you have to know this and so you can you can move on and do it. But yeah, if you are in, if you're in a bad way, you know, if you can, you know, do whatever you can to feel it and let it move through you. If, it, if you can't, then do something like the gratitude or affirmations or meditate or something to just get your, to shift your mindset for the moment um, so you can get through whatever it is you need to get through and then you can go back to it. And do you notice that once you begun doing all of this, it begins to be less and less time? I mean, it's like, okay, you can recognize that fear coming up in seconds mm-hmm. as opposed to it coming up and then really hitting you in the face. But it's short-lived because yes. of the techniques that you are talking about it's short-lived it doesn't need to linger on i mean it's it's like very temporary and that's what you're trying to tell people get into that temporary mode feel it and let it go and that is very very important yeah and i yes and the first time i think part of i think like i know for me it's it's happened faster and i suspect why is because when you first start doing it you're still resisting Um, because you've never felt this before and believe me the first time you really go into your fear it's horrifying I thought I was going to die I mean I I still remember this I just I mean I I could not imagine feeling I mean I I, I could never not imagine feeling so bad and not having something physically wrong with me I mean I was sick and just emotionally I thought for sure I was doing something wrong I mean how could I not be doing something wrong (laughs) so you know so you have that so you've got so you're feeling so horrible you have all this resistance coming up because so it's so I think so that's why so unfortunately you know the resistance you know you know you know lengthens this whole time so the faster and then and the more you do this the more you know that the peace on the other side of it is worth this temporary and quite honestly I mean now I mean it it does go up it came up today but quite honestly I mean I I had my own little bout this morning um, and I did my meditation and and move through it but and the thing is is that because now I know now it's like okay I knew I had these interview like this interview with you and I wanted to show up and be my most powerful self so I, I gave myself time this morning and space to just kind of let let it, whatever it was move through me so I could be here 
but you know when you're first starting out it's you know it's 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 more difficult so so just just know that be patient with yourself be gentle with yourself you are doing the best you can you are doing great you know the fact you're even willing to go there is is really important and then the more you do it the easier it will get you know what i noticed too is and one of my biggest terrible habits and I still can get back into it immediately, is that instead of feeling the emotions, I will go and start venting my yes. emotions to somebody else, which keeps the emotions building and building. It doesn't go away. It just keeps... So the you get vent- sucked into the drama. Oh, I vent too. <laughs> yes, you're, you're sucked into the drama. So that's a huge one. Venting, drama, starting a fight. Do we do uh-huh. that? Like, uh-huh. like I find that too. It's like, you know, sometimes I'm so sucked into something and, the, and what I really want to do is go start a fight with my husband. I can feel myself now. I can actually feel. And I'm like, I'm, and, you know, before, <laughs> when you're not, when you're, it's like I wanted to go just do something. And, um, uh, you know, drinking is another big one, overeating. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. All of that. Procrastinating, uh, getting lost on Facebook, maybe starting a fight on Facebook. And that's super (laughs) easy to do right now with the politics. (laughs) How many times do we go in there and we start some political fight on Facebook and then the whole day is gone? (laughs) (laughs) How true is that? (laughs) You know, it has me looking at Facebook a little bit differently because... Now I realize that they're just trying to deal with their own emotions and they're using Facebook as a distraction. Yes. Oh my God. Well, that is, that makes me feel a little bit better. That, I know. I, 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 that's what I see now when I look at it. I see a lot of people that just don't know what to do with their, with their anger. And so that's where, that's, that, that's where it's all getting spouted out. Isn't that hilarious? It's yeah. so true. It's so true. I love this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, you just gave us an example of how to turn the situation around, but do you have any more or what is it that we can um, uh, do in a love-based business? What exactly does that entail? Is it just about us getting centered with our emotions or is it how we uh, project out? Is it how we treat? I mean, what do we do? What, what is a love-based business? Well, I think it's actually all of the above. So to me, a love. Okay, so so to me, a love-based business is a business. Um, there, there's a there's a few definitions. One of them is a business that you love. So I do uh, feel like you have to love your business. So if you don't love your business, then you don't have a love-based business. Um, uh, so you know you should love your business. Um, I also think your business should love you back. So and when I mean by loving you back, um, I think that your business should should love you back, and, and because it, it's by financially supporting you, and by it's also giving you the space and the time that you need too. So I mean, we all start a business. Well maybe not all of us, but one very big reason why a lot of entrepreneurs start a business is because they want a lifestyle. You know, most of us do want to control our, our time and our spaciousness. And it, being an entrepreneur is a great way to do that. And also control how much money we make. So your business should be able to, you know, your business loves you back by supporting you in those financial and time and time goals. And, um, 
the and and there's also lots of limits to loving your business. So it's not only just loving what you do, but um, also loving like the fact that your business is 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 getting your work and expertise out there. If that's what's important to you, that your business is making a difference. If that's what's important to you, whatever is important to you, your business should should be doing that. And if it's not, then that's something to look at. Now and then then there's another level, of course, which is I feel like where the love based copy and marketing comes in is really like how you your business is expressing itself and yeah. I mean if you have a business you have to market you just if, if you you can't not I mean you're you have to do something I mean even you, you even if you have a just set, even if you're completely word of mouth but you're still gonna have to have a sales call every now and then so um, I mean that's that's just the way it is so you you know you if you're gonna sell something you know if you're selling something you're gonna have to let people know that you're selling something exactly. so yeah, it just you're not going to get around it. So how you how you express that you can you can you've got a choice. You can express it with love, or you can express it with fear. If you express it with fear, then you, you're not really having a love based business, and which is okay. So part of what I feel like that I'm out here doing is that you know love is about choice. So to me, love. Is, so my role in all this is to educate all of you. Is that there's you have a choice. You don't have to use fear. A lot of people didn't didn't teach that. Um, so part of what I feel. Like I'm doing is I'm teaching that you have a choice. This is what fear looks like. This is what love looks like, and you can decide. You know there are successful businesses out there that are based in fear. That's their choice, and they're fine with it. So, and there's a place for that too, uh, in 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 the in the world we have right now. So, yeah, like the, like the media is kind of based in fear, and so that's how they sell their magazines and newspapers yeah. and TV commercials is through fear. Yes. So it is successful. It's it's successful, and the thing is, is I, and, and I even thought of a, an example that could be a good example. Um, whereas, you know, part of the reason why fear works is because if you if you are if you have unconsciously have a lot of fear, you're going to respond to the fear in the marketing. So if your ideal clients happen to be somebody who maybe does have a lot of fear and part of your role is to move them into love, maybe you do have to mix a little fear into your marketing um, because that's who you need to attract. Um, and maybe not. I'm just offering it up there as another perspective that it doesn't have to be all bad because I feel like when I'm calling it fear and love, my one my one problem with educating on this is that I feel like there's a lot of judgment when we say we use fear. And the reality is is fear-based emotions have a place too. And you know, it's it's like our shadow. You know, if we try to deny our shadow, it just it, it consumes us and controls us. You know, fear-based emotions are here because they play an important role. All of them do. Anger, grief, they all play an important role. And it's by denying them or pushing them away or being ashamed of them or embarrassed with them, that's when they control us. So I feel like, you know, the more we can accept and love all parts of ourselves, the better it is. So being a love-based business doesn't mean you never feel fear-based emotions. It means that you accept all parts of you. So you know, you put so you so that's kind of another part of it too is like how you put the love-based emotions and how you bringing your ideal clients into your into your business, and and that's again, you know how how you bring them in if you're bringing them in with love or you bring them in with fear. So that's you know so so there's a lot of different levels with having a love-based business. I feel. Wow. Yeah, that's really interesting and something I never really thought of. So while you're conducting and. And I got to tell you, I love being self-employed. I just love it. I set the hours that I work. I 
can create the money. If I need extra money, I go out there and I get it. You know, I find ways to get it. It is so neat that I don't have to wait for that paycheck every Friday or whatever. So right. you've got a lot of freedom. Um, but there's also still, like you're saying, there's a lot of emotions. So when something doesn't go right or a client gets mad at you, there's still emotions. So how do you how do you deal with that? Are you supposed to be heart-based and just accept that anger from a client? Which oh. totally misunderstood you. How are you supposed to act? And what about that bank who just does not listen to you? <laughs> oh my God, these are such great questions. Okay, so first off, I think um, I think I think it real. I think the only thing. Okay, the first off is to understand the only person you can control in any situation is yourself. You can't control anybody else so you can so if somebody is angry with you you really there's there's you can't con that's their that's them you know they're they're angry now I mean I'm not talking about whether or not you you did something to cause that anger um, which which they may have they may be justified in being angry with you but um, but regardless that's the, they have chosen to respond with anger so now you have a choice to respond to them so the so again you know the more you can respond versus react because chances are if a client is angry with you they are reacting and so and like I said they can be reacting at something that's totally justified maybe you really screwed up I mean that happens so if, if, if you screwed up and they're angry with you and, and, and it's justifiable that's but but just because you screwed up doesn't mean they have to react with anger so so it's totally their choice so I think then and, and now and it might not be and, and maybe they're not being justified maybe they are projecting a lot on you too that's that's can be very that can be yeah. that can be very true too the problem is if you are reacting to them it gets harder to see what's what's their what's their part and what's your part of the problem so as much as possible when it first happens to try to 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 sit again sit with the emotions because the more you're you're feeling your emotions and allow it allow it to do it the less likely you're going to react to whatever they're doing and then once you have sorted it out um, and and may, uh, that then you can actually respond to them perhaps responding to them as an apology and trying to make it right perhaps responding to them if especially if you think they're projecting is um, you to gently and firmly you know restate your your boundaries and but when you're doing all of this, I mean, what we all, one of the biggest things that I think we all want is we want to be heard. Mm. So what is probably happening when somebody is reacting in anger, they probably feel like they are not being heard, that you aren't, that you don't, that you're not hearing them. Because that tends to be when we feel like our boundaries are being enacted, that tends to be when anger comes up, that we feel misunderstood, that our boundaries are getting taken advantage of, we're getting taken advantage of. So just listening to them and holding space and allowing them to just say it all might be the best thing, even if it's hard. Mm. Um, and then reacting, you know, then not reacting, I mean, then responding, and maybe then at that point you can respond and have a conversation with them. Now, if somebody, the farther this will the go, the more you're going to be able to sort out what's yours and what's theirs. And, you know, there, and, and so, you know, there might be times where you just have to let, let something go because if they're just not listening and if they're just not, and then, cause they, and you can tell after a while you're gonna be able to tell if they're just, if they're just, if, if this is just, they're not, this is not where, you know, they're not interested in really having a conversation with you, then 
you know, you, you have to take steps, the, the right steps to obviously protect you and your business, but you, you may just have to let the relationship go. So that's, so that's, so that's kind of some, some ways to start out, but as much as possible to know that you, you, you know, you have a hundred percent control over your actions and you have zero control over everybody else's actions. So all you really can do is, and you can, and go, and it goes a long way for you just to listen and hold space for people and let them just, you know, we, we so few do that because we're so triggered. I mean, think about it. You know, we, we get, you know, somebody triggers us and we, and we react and however, I mean, you can see this so clearly on Facebook, you know, now you, you know, you'll never look at Facebook the same, but like read comments, like, you know, you know, like read people's comments on certain things and you can see like, they're not even talking about the same issue because they're both so triggered by each other. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, you you just and so we're, we so since we're triggered, we're not listening. So the biggest gift you can really give somebody is to listen and 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 try not and and try to not be you know try to get beyond your own triggeredness. That's interesting. So do you think um, um, all I'm reading on Facebook uh, is that people are moving completely away from it right now? <laughs> is it uh, because they can't stand all of the? Um, the fighting, the name calling, and oh my goodness, it gets really nasty. Men and women are all going yeah. for it. So is there, is it, that is evidently hurting Facebook because they're losing people, or yeah. is it? You know, I don't know. I mean, I still, there's there's still plenty of people that I know that are still on Facebook. Um, I'm seeing, so... So, you know, are people moving away? Probably. And, you know, and maybe in some cases it's better because we're instead of wasting all our time on Facebook. Um, so I, I, I think it's, I, I think you've got to judge. If you find yourself easily triggered by Facebook, you know, limit your time. I mean, Facebook is, is for me a great, um, a great tool to market myself. So my clients are on there, you know, so, so being on Facebook makes sense, but yeah, there is a lot of still a lot of un unpleasantness. So trying to, you know, work your way around that is, is definitely there. And it might come a day where you're right. I mean, that's why keeping other things open, like on Twitter or Instagram, their Instagram doesn't have that much unpleasantness. So maybe that's, you know, or LinkedIn, LinkedIn doesn't usually get quite as political either. That's so true. it might be, you know, I, I try to balance my time on a lot of different ones because, you know, Facebook's time may may have come and gone, or it might be you know people start to burn themselves out, and you know we can get back to a little more civility too. Yeah, a little bit more fun on Facebook. So, as far as a love based business, um, what are some of the other techniques that may help us to actually move the business forward, such as prosperity consciousness, such as giving? to get what about those kinds of things so i think the okay so the so for a prosperity conscious that's a, a lot like I talk about that, like peaceful prosperity is one of the things that I sort of talk about in love-based money because one of the things that I really see, and I think this is really key in, in, in business, is that, so here's something else to kind of keep in mind. When you are really stuck in scarcity, like you are so, you know, you, you need money so badly and, 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 you, and you just, you're desperate for any clients to come in, even clients that aren't perfect. The problem is, is, is that can work, by the way. I mean, you can totally bring in money that way. But when you bring in money with that kind of fear-based emotions stuck onto it, 
it's not peaceful. So, I mean, the agitation and fear-based emotions sort of comes along with it. So part of, so part of like the prosperity conscious and where I, where I'm seeing to go with that is to really, how can we transform a relationship with money? And that's a lot with the love-based money and mindset book yeah. is, is, you know, tr- is really, cause the more you yourself are in, are in a mindset of peace and love and abundance, the more, the, mo- the money that you bring in will also carry that energy. So then it becomes, so then it becomes this lovely cycle that, you know, it, that, you know, the money comes in and then it, that's peaceful. And so you feel more peaceful. So then you bring in more money as people, you know, so again, and again, versus the other way, whereas you're, you're in stuck in fear, you go out to get some more money, the money comes in with fear, you feel more fearful, you, you know, so you have to go get more money. And so it's this never ending sort of downward spiral. So the first thing is to I think is to really like take a second and break that cycle because uh, I'm assuming that I well don't break it if you're in a love base part but I'm assuming if you're in a fear base you know break the first thing is to realize that's what you're doing and kind of break the cycle and um, it might be really scary so uh, just just be gentle with yourself but you know see what you can do about making a different choice and part of that might be just changing your relationship with money so I have a lot of exercises in there but like one exercise exercise would be, um, you know, envision money as a person and like just, just really, this is probably really great as a journaling exercise. Write out all the ways that money has let you down, that money has frustrated you, just really let it all out. All the ways that, that money, you know, you know, that you hate money, that, that you feel like money hates you, you know, you're a person and just let out all the energy. And then once you've done that, I would burn it or destroy that paper. And then let money talk back to you. What would money say? So that could, you know, how would money answer that? So, um, and money, and you might, you might be shocked at what comes out. You might, you might find out that you've been treating money really badly. And that's why money doesn't want to hang around you. Yeah. Uh, so really that's, that's, you know, cause I think that, that key with money and business is so key is really looking at a relationship with money is really powerful. And what was the other one? Oh, the give it before you receive. That's a great one. Because I feel like, like, um, you know, that's when you can really share your expertise for like a podcast, you know, blog posts, um, you know, free gift, like videos, um, like for me, like if you go to my love based biz blog, you can see articles. Um, and I, you know, and I, I try to be as generous as possible. I have a podcast as well, love based money. And, uh, and, and so really be, be generous because then when you are that generous and people are going to want to be in your community, they're going to want to be with you. So content marketing is a great way to give before you receive. And I mean, it's, and it's a perfect love-based marketing thing because you're really giving your expertise and then you're letting people make the decision if they want to move forward with you. So I think all kinds of content marketing is really very powerful. Yeah, I do too. I love that. Um, I also think, well, for me, when I start getting uptight, uptight about a lack of money or, or something, the first thing I'll do is I'll take out a $20 bill and I'll give it to a complete stranger mm-hmm. or I'll drop it in the street. I'll do anything I can because once you give it, it always comes back tenfold. <laughs> That's a great one too. Like I've got people that do the ten percent. Um, they they um, tithing. Yes, you know Edwina Gaines guy. Yeah. yeah, that can really turn things around as well. So yes, immediately. I, yeah, so I think that's a great way to do that as well. Yeah, and I know a lot of coaches actually will give like a thirty or an hour 
free consultation too, which is so great because it's helping the person and the coach identify whether they're going to be good together. Yeah. Because really that's what the coach wants. Yes. Right. Yeah, because if you're not going to work, if if you know what, during that consultation this isn't a right fit for you, you can you you can just release them. You can give them a great session and then release them and let them find the right coach for them. So, just out of curiosity, what makes a good client? It's a good client for you. I think that's the key. So okay. I think I think I think what you so. Um, Take a little bit of time, and I would write this out. Actually, I would envi- like I would envision if you've got somebody that you've worked with that who that you really love, and this person doesn't have to have paid you. So maybe this is your hairdresser that you coach. So because <laughs> they're cutting your hair, um, it doesn't really matter. So um, and if you can't think of a person, if, if it just doesn't happen for you yet, think of um, an imaginary person. But what you know, what happened? Like why did they? Why why did you love working with them? What was it about that they that they were so great to, to work with? Um, and then, right, also describe them like what you know. What were what was their 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 values? Um, what you know what what made them tick? Why did they come you to you? What was really their problem? Um, their issue. So, but everybody is different. I mean, you know, obviously, like somebody who pays their bills and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's like, you know, that's not that's not what an ideal client is. I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of people who pay their bills that are not your ideal client, and everybody has a different ideal client. So, I think really getting clear as to who you love working with, uh, that's that's what you really want to do. And then you can once you put that out there, you can then write your copy and design your marketing so you're attracting that specific person to you but you have to get clear if you're not clear you can't do that so that's actually the best thing you can do as you are entering a brand new business yes you need to plot out exactly the kind of people that you want to attract to you you have to be specific very specific. That's what I found is the more the e- the easiest people, the people who, as a copywriter and marketing consultant, you know, I've worked with many, many, many entrepreneurs over the years, and the easiest people for me to work with are the ones who are very clear. They they didn't have to have like a big list or a big, you know, a big platform or anything like that. But if they were clear on who their ideal clients were and what their what they how they serve those ideal clients, the more clear they were, the easier it was for me to support them and those are also the people that tended to really just take off and and take off quickly was because they were very clear interesting that is good information wow well we're coming to the end of the time but i uh you had a couple of other books didn't you you're into writing novels Yes. Yes. So I have, um, I've got uh, five actually in the love-based business series, two love-based copy, a book about love-based business, um, love-based money and mindset and love-based online marketing. So that's kind of on the love-based business side. And then I also have two novels. They're both psychological thrillers. So, um, so that's, so that's the other thing. So that's, that's what else I do. So, and then I do have a copywriting and marketing company as well, uh, to help that, that kind of does the done for you. So it's kind of like the whole, the whole game. You know, we can teach you how to do it yourself, um, and, or we can do it for you. <laughs> now, the, I, I've got to go back on the psychological thrillers. Yeah. So, uh, 
what is that? It sounds like blood, glory. Oh, no, glory, no, there's no blood. No, 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 there's no blood. I, I'm not, uh, yeah. That's a, I, <laughs> no, there's psychological, like, there's psychological thrillers, mystery, suspense books. So that's really, so if you like mystery and suspense that are like who, who done it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like that are kind of twisted. Yeah, a little twisted. Um, that's that's what. Um, um, I shouldn't say there's no blood. I mean, there might be a little blood, but there no. This isn't gore. <laughs> they're not gore. They're not. They're not on that that horror side. So, so like one of them is called a stolen twin, and you know she's um, and it's it's about a college student. So it's if you like you know the college student, and she's you know ends up being stalked. So it's it's kind of it's a very kind of twisted story. So you're examining the killer or the the stalker's mindset as to why he's even doing it. I I don't get into his mindset at all, actually. So um, just so, hers. Yeah. The fear that she's experiencing. Yeah. Ooh, boy, and I it's probably showing all of the stuff that's stopping her from moving forward. Yeah. Yes, it always does. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yes, how you do one thing is how you do everything, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds brilliant. What's the name of those books? So, the Stolen Twin and, and Mirror Image. So, those are the two, and I'm working on another one now. This is going to be the first of a three-part series. It's going to be another psychological thriller, sort of mystery, suspense, that kind of genre. That should be coming out later this year. Oh, how fun. Oh, they sound fascinating. I love that. You also have a, a free uh, gift for the people if they go to your website, right? Yes. Yeah, Talk so about that. yeah, so there's uh, if you go to lovebasebiz.com um, or lovebasebizblog.com, um, you can actually get a love-based business toolkit. So that's got a few things to kind of get yourself started uh, building a business. So in in a love-based way. So th those can be just some, some two support like there's there's two special reports that can really just help you get started. And then again, you know, like I, I also have a podcast. So there's a, I've got a lot of free stuff that you've got to, that you can really just go through but the the getting getting the free thing and getting on my email list is really great because you know then I can share you know when I send out emails I share tips and content as well so that you you know then that might be exactly what you need to to move forward that day so that 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 could be it so people who would contact you are the ones who are just starting out or maybe who are stagnant with yes. their business both and yeah. So yeah. that you can get them to move forward either by a one-on-one -on -one consultation or, or how do you do that? Do you have like phone? So we can, yeah, so I, I actually can, we've got a, a copywriting company, so we can really help you with your copy and your marketing, so we can do done-for-you stuff, and then I actually am going to be doing some, um, like, love-based copy schools, so if you really want to kind of, like, really learn how to write your copy, that can be another kind of, like, a really good group program, I'm going to be doing a few of those a year. So, yeah, that's, so that's, and then, and then obviously the books, but the, the done for you is, is really to help you with your, like, if you need help with the marketing or the copywriting piece of it. So we can really just get that piece taken care of for you. Wow. That sounds so good. And they go to, uh, lovebasedmoney.com forward slash truth about LOA. Oh yeah. That's that, that's a free chapter. Yeah. So if you want to check out the, the, uh, that the, the love based money and money and mindset book that you can get a free chapter. If you go to that, that yeah, lovebasedmoney.com forward slash truth about LOA. Yep. You can get a free chapter. 
great. I will have that too on my um, show page so that people can go and check that out. I'll, I'll also put it onto uh, the YouTube video so that you won't lose it. So Wait. just um, uh, go there, get the free chapter, but check her out. I mean, really, when you're starting a brand new internet business or you're just plain stuck, it's so great to know where to go to get the answers. It's the not knowing that gets everybody uptight. Yeah. So, so Michelle PW actually has our answers. So everyone just run to her. Don't walk, just run and get going for the year 2017 because you're gearing up for the next nine years. You might as well, with all that energy that you're putting into everything, you might as well make it very successful. <laughs> Well, it takes it takes the same amount of um, energy to make something successful as it does to destroy something. So go the opposite way. That makes total sense to me. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Such fun. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate you coming on. You've shared with the audience all of these really important things to note. And um, I'm sure they're going to be contacting you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I, and I really love sharing it today. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.